All right, let's take our Bibles back to 2 Corinthians chapter number 8 tonight. And uh, as I said a moment ago, I'll try to be uh, quick this evening. And I've got uh, several points, uh, alliterated points. And I was even thinking earlier today, um, well, I think about food all the time. Uh, I think about the, uh, the, uh, uh, the thing next week and different stuff. And, and I often think about alliterations and sermons uh, is kind of like, um, like, uh, like putting gold flakes on something. Uh, when you eat it, you ever see something that's like a burger and then they'll put like gold flakes on? It's like an embellishment that doesn't do anything uh, really to the taste of whatever you're eating. And it's kind of almost there for uh, the chef, <laughs> not for everybody else. It just runs your bill up. And uh, I often think of alliteration that way. It, uh, uh, it makes it look pretty, uh, and, uh, but doesn't change uh, too much of the content. Um, having said that, I have some alliteration uh, uh, here, uh, and, uh, but I'll end up giving that to you uh, pretty quick uh, tonight as we go through uh, this portion of 2 Corinthians chapter number 8. Uh, as uh, you know, uh, this topic is uh, my favorite topic uh, to speak on, to preach on, um, not just because I love missions and missionaries and, uh, and uh, all of that, which I do, uh, but there's also a side to... Uh, all of it uh, that uh, is a benefit to the church. Uh, and uh, we, we know uh, that we can't outgive the Lord. I don't think that it's wrong for us uh, to, to give knowing that we'll receive um, because those are promises in the Bible. Uh, God uh, almost uh, in, in many respects uh, lays those things out for us to, I think, to motivate us in, in some regard uh, to be generous and, uh, and to, to, uh, to give and to help people who uh, are in need. Uh, so there is a, a benefit. And again, not to make uh, this introduction nor the message really long, um, for those of you who are new-ish to our church, I look at our missions giving uh, and our missionaries as the spiritual portfolio of our church. Uh, we're investing in eternity. Uh, it's all fruit to our account, uh, and it's good for us. And so as we give, uh, it's an exercise of faith, uh, and, uh, and that pleases God. Uh, but then beyond that, uh, the benefits are just, uh, there's so many. Uh, and, uh, and so encouraging you uh, to look at this example, these examples, uh, especially if you're new, for many of this stuff is, uh, is old hat because you've been here for a while. Uh, but uh, but uh, I'm to keep you always in remembrance. And when it comes uh, to uh, our yearly commitments, um, I expect if the Lord tarries, the uh, well, Bible says the Lord tarries not. If the Lord doesn't come back. Uh, and uh, this year or next year or whatever, each year uh, I, will, I will try to raise um, uh, the amount that I would give to Faith Promise Missions. Um, and uh, I hope the Lord doesn't tarry for 30, 40 years. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I want him to come back because the world's terrible right, right now and, and heaven's looking better and better. Uh, but, um, but I'm going to plan to do that. And, uh, and I just really believe that God will supply, that God will bless me. Uh, and uh, my family and, uh, and, uh, and the need uh, that is generated, uh, in part, one of those needs, I'm just being transparent, uh, is needs in the future uh, to where, you know, uh, I get to the point where, uh, where I, I can't minister perhaps or whatever. 
there is, uh, uh, if, uh, this, if I had taken everything that I've given to missions uh, over the course of my Christian life already and had invested that in the stock market, I, would, I wouldn't really have a financial worry. Um, however, um, my affections are in a different place. Uh, and so I've got to, to, to live a balanced life of, of preparation, but also uh, in trust, uh, knowing that um, God's word is way more sure and way more certain uh, than Wall Street. Uh, and uh, again, it's not that we should never prepare. Uh, I just believe that God uh, will supply the need in my life that has been generated by my giving to the needs of others. So um, in our chapter here, in chapter number 8, we ended kind of around in verse number uh, 12, but I want to uh, back up into verse number 11 uh, and, uh, and read a few verses, uh, touch on just a couple of things tonight, uh, and, uh, and I'll add some of this stuff to our Sunday uh, morning uh, message uh, this week. The Bible says in verse 11, now, therefore, perform the doing of it. We know that they had a, a willingness. They had promised the year prior uh, that they were going to participate uh, in this offering for the ministry, uh, the fellowship, the ministry of the saints, those that were at Jerusalem. Uh, he says uh, to do it, uh, that as there was a readiness to will, so there may be a performance also out of that which you have. For if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted according to that a man hath, and not according to that he hath not." Uh, and let me just stop right there for a second. And uh, in my notes in years past, I've talked about uh, this grace also in really describing what the grace is. As I learned Faith Promise Missions Giving, uh, I heard uh, everything from uh, that you're, just, you're a conduit, you pray the money in, and, got, and it, it's, it goes through you and into missions. Um, I've heard uh, that you, you get, it's a faith promise gift, and so you give by faith. But there have been people uh, that I've known in my life uh, who have given um, by faith. Um, there's that saying that I've said before, faith does not ignore the use of obvious means. All right? I don't think that you as a Christian, now please wait because I'm going to explain why. Uh, I don't think that you should give your mortgage money to missions. Okay? Uh, if you have bills to pay, you need to pay your bills. We do have a lot of bills that we shouldn't have, all right? So uh, we've got to be good stewards of what God gives us. Um, but missions giving, biblically, is a grace gift that is given from what you have, not from, it's, it says if there was a, a verse or passage uh, that would teach us why some views of faith promise missions giving and ways that I've taught it uh, in things in the past wouldn't be right. Uh, the Bible says in verse number 12, according to that a man hath and not according that he hath not. So we're not to give a grace gift according to finances that we don't have. All right. So, so when we look at uh, the, the principle, we, we look, here's what God has blessed us with. And then we give from what we have um, coupled with uh, the idea, like I mentioned before, that the need that is generated from the, the giving of that gift that God supplies. So there's a side of faith in letting loose of what God has given us in it being sacrificial, but it's not giving, you know, if the pledge cards go by next week and, and you're, you're gonna, by faith you're going to give a million dollars a week to missions. 
Uh, and, uh, well, I'm just going to prove God and test God. I'm going to put a million dollars a week uh, on, uh, on, this, on this card and just see if God gives it through me. Um, uh, he's not going to. All right? And, uh, and so uh, we have to be mindful of all the principles of stewardship, uh, and then we, we give according to what we have, out of that which we have, and not according to that he hath not. Does everybody understand? So, so because uh, if uh, you don't, I'll have to keep going longer, uh, and I really don't want to uh, tonight. Uh, but uh, so grace giving, this grace that we abound in or should abound in, is giving from what we have. So as God blesses us, and, and you could be saying, well, if God gives me extra finances, maybe you have a, a, a side job or uh, you, you, know, you come into um, finances some way or the other. It could be uh, an inheritance. It could be a settlement. It could be any number of ways, but it's m- money that you have uh, that, that you give from what you have uh, to uh, the Lord's work, uh, to missions, uh, in particular, uh, because that's what we're talking about here. And then verse number 13, he says, For I mean not that other men may be eased and, and ye be burdened, but by an equality that now at this time your abundance may be a supply for their want, and that their abundance also may be a supply for your want, that there may be equality. And uh, so the, and by the way, this was a... Um, the gift that they were bringing to this gift of grace to Jerusalem was a, was a pretty lavish gift. In fact, it says in, in verse number 20, um, it, it's, it, it's an abundance. Uh, it was given by small churches uh, in Macedonia, etc., cetera, uh, but what they had collected wasn't, uh, wasn't pocket change. It was quite a bit. And it wasn't to give so that you would have want and uh, there's, their needs were uh, fulfilled, and, uh, but there's inequality. So we come into this idea of, of equal, um, equal sacrifice, not equal giving, uh, from what we have. Uh, it's just, I just really feel like we have, to, we have to give from what we have to a point to where we know we're given it. it is, it's significant enough to generate need uh, in our own life. It should be, it should be for the seasoned Christian, uh, you know, it should grow uh, in faith to uh, things like uh, the size of car payments. Uh, and, uh, and, and beyond that, you say, uh, really? Um, well, if you, if you started as a teenager uh, and you increased it every year, uh, it wouldn't take long uh, to, to get to that point. So, uh, like, I've had uh, family members uh, in my life, uh, went back when I was in Bible college, and I needed tires for my car. And they said, well, you know, tell me what you're paying on your bills. And, and so uh, I, I had tithes and missions, and they're like, what's that? And I said, that's the money that I, that I, that I give to the, the Lord's work. And they're like, well, that's your tires, duh. And uh, I'm like, well, you know, and I didn't try explaining it. Uh, because it's a, it's a spiritual exercise. And, uh, and I know this, uh, is that if back then I began to spend uh, the Lord's money uh, on my needs, I would have had a whole lot more need uh, in my life. Uh, and uh, God uh, has taken care of me, and he, and he always will, and I'm thankful for that. And so there is a, a giving 
uh, and equality uh, that results from that because God is the one. Now remember also uh, in the early church, uh, there was a, a lot more things that were given in common uh, and they were... Um, they brought money into the storehouse, and it was, a, it was a different time. So when we think of all things common and uh, words like commune uh, or communism in uh, those types of things, not what the Word of God teaches. Uh, but, uh, but there was a, a spirit of generosity and a, a caring for uh, those that um, ha- didn't have uh, that we need to, uh, we need to um, cultivate uh, in our lives as Christians today. So here's a church uh, that had, here's my alliteration and my points and why I'm cutting it down. I'm going to give them to you real fast. Um, they had conviction. Uh, they had a faith. Uh, we read about these things in verse number seven. Uh, they had competence uh, in, the, in truth and what they spoke, the words of the gospel in utterance. Uh, they had comprehension. Uh, they had knowledge. They had grown in that, uh, and, and we should always be growing uh, in, in knowledge. I have, um, you know, somebody asked me the other day, they said, uh, tell me, um, you know, what books are you reading? Uh, people want to know, you know, what am I reading? And, and, uh, and then I tell them, well, it's mostly like cooking stuff. Uh, you know, if I'm uh, not preparing for things, they don't know how to handle that. Uh, but I showed someone, uh, it was an app called Blinkist, and, uh, and so the, uh, basically I can read um, books and Somebody reads them for me, uh, and, then they, and then they give me the short version of it. All right, you pay for an app, and so you can consume books in larger amounts because you're, 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 all the bones are gone, and you're just eating the meat. And, uh, and so it's called Blinkist. It's a commercial for it. You can uh, get it yourself if you want to. Uh, but um, there's those expression that leaders are readers, Right. And uh, so if we want, we should never stop seeking biblical knowledge, uh, but even beyond that, growing in these ways. And that's where this church was. They had a comprehension. They had a commitment. The Bible says that they were diligent. They had grown in that. There was a steadfastness that was there. there were they carnal? Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that when we read the Bible and we see all the messed up people that are in the Bible, David, Paul, um, churches like the church at Corinth, uh, that God always had good things to say about them. Uh, it gives me hope uh, that, you know, um, you know when, we, when we look at those types of things in Scripture, they had a compassion. The Bible says that they, uh, they abounded uh, in love uh, towards God uh, and towards, uh, towards Paul and Titus uh, and some others that uh, are mentioned here in this passage. Uh, but it says that you need to grow in charity. Uh, in this grace also. Now, um, beyond these verses, down past verse number 14, uh, it says this in verse 15, As it is written, He that hath gathered much had nothing over, and he that had gathered little had no lack. Uh, it's talking about the abundance that God was giving and will give through all this. He says, But thanks be to God, which uh, put the same earnest care into the heart of Titus for you. Now, Titus w- was reluctant in delivering the first, uh, the first letter to the church at Corinth. Um, uh, you know, I know that, you know, people probably sealed things, but remember Paul always used uh, um, people to help write. And, uh, and, and he probably, you know, just like you and I, probably threw things by people in Titus. I mean, Titus was delivering 
a letter uh, that he knew full well was, was a nasty gram uh, in, in many ways. And, uh, and really didn't want to be, uh, you know, shoot the messenger kind of a thing. And, uh, and Paul was saying of Titus uh, that, uh, that God had given him the same earnest care. Uh, in, in one way, and we look at God using human writers. This is the Word of God. It's, uh, we believe in verbal plenary inspiration, but God uses uh, circumstances. He uses the character, the, the backgrounds, uh, the personalities of all these men as He breathed. God breathed out by inspiration the Word of God. And you can see the personality of, of these Bible authors, if you will, um, throughout their letters, especially Paul. Paul probably being the, the most transparent uh, and, uh, in, in that way for us to see that. He said, verse 17, For indeed he accepted the exhortation, but being more forward of his own accord, he went unto you. Uh, and then uh, he mentions two other people, but not by name. Uh, he says this in verse 18, We've sent him, uh, we have sent with him the brother whose praise uh, is in the gospel throughout all the churches. And not that only, but who was also chosen of the churches to travel with us with this grace, uh, which is administered by us to the glory of the same Lord and a declaration of your ready mind. Uh, and uh, he says, avoiding this, that no man should blame us in the abundance which is administered by us, providing for, for honest things, not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of men. And we have sent with them our brother, whom we have oft times proved diligent in many things, but how much more diligent upon the great confidence which I have in you. Whether any do inquire of Titus, he is my partner and fellow laborer concerning you, or our brethren be inquired of, they are messengers of the churches and the glory of Christ. And so what Paul was saying, if we backed all the way up into the beginning part, he says, um, I do you to wit, the churches of Macedonia, you need to know the grace of God that was bestowed upon these small, um, persecuted, impoverished churches. Uh, they gave of themselves. Uh, they gave beyond our expectations. Uh, they, they basically begged with us to take the money uh, and, uh, that, uh, for this offering. He said, church at Corinth, you need to be like them uh, and learn from their example. Uh, and then we spent some time today talking about how uh, we really don't like uh, to compare ourselves. Uh, and, and so I believe the Lord, uh, through Paul, uh, pointed out the fact uh, that Jesus uh, is our example. Uh, so we know that uh, he became poor so that we might uh, become rich. Uh, and we look at that example. So he says there's church examples and Christ is an example you need to do what you said you were going to do. Uh, and, uh, and then if there were any more, uh, if there's any more doubt, he laid out the case uh, for the integrity, uh, the honesty in how those finances were going to be handled. So he says, Titus uh, and this other brother, and your brother from another mother, I don't know, uh, it doesn't name who they are, uh, but uh, he says, um, you know, all, one guy, all the churches love that guy. Um, so everybody knew who it was, 
Uh, and, and, and what he did was he established the fact that they were going to be above reproach uh, with uh, what, um, what they gave uh, to this offering. Uh, and what I want to point out about that for us tonight uh, is that I feel and believe uh, that there are a lot of Christians, um, churches throughout the world, uh, our country, the world, everywhere, who are, they may be reluctant to give because they have concern about if I give, is it going to go to where it needs to be? Um, I've, uh, countless times, uh, I have talked with Christians who prayed about joining our church, um, who have uh, maybe, I've, I've talked with people from other, other churches, I've, I've helped counsel um, church members, church staff, pastors uh, through difficult financial uh, struggles that they're having at their church because somebody was dishonest. Uh, and uh, now here's what we do at Berean Baptist Church. Um, there, if you look in our constitution and bylaws, uh, it says a lot of different things. It's just, it's just really a, uh, an easy, nice read. Uh, and uh, uh, if you just want something to enjoy on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, and, uh, but when you read through it, it lays out um, a lot of different church polity concerning finances. And in most churches, ours included, um, we, we, we want people to tithe. We want people to designate money to, uh, to, to missions or other types of things. Uh, um, we know that. Um, the money that comes in, or you know that, or should know if you've read uh, the, the bylaws and things, um, you, can, you can designate the finances um, for whatever, uh, and, um, and to uh, the best of our ability, we're going to give the finances to whatever is designated. When it comes to the general fund money, it is, it is less that than it is missions. Here's what I mean. Um, when we give uh, finances, and somebody, somebody just said to me even last week, we'd like, or week before, we'd like to designate something, and, uh, and I'm, all, I'm all for that, you know, and, uh, and, and making sure that money goes to where those things uh, are designated. However, like if a, if a, a, a need came up, um, we would have to spend the money from the general fund in order to take care of that need, okay? Uh, but in, to the best of our ability, we try to do that. When it comes to missions, it goes to missions, and, uh, and so when you give to that and it's earmarked on there, um, we, we do not pay um, the electric bill. We pay the electric bill next door with missions money because that's the, the, uh, our missions house. Uh, but we don't pay bills. So let's say, for example, um, we have, um, you know, uh, the roof blows off the church uh, in, a, in a storm. And now we got to spend... A hundred grand or whatever it is to uh, to replace the roof, um, we won't dip into missions money to pay for the roof, and uh, and because that wasn't given for that specific reason, it was given by faith to the ministry, uh, the fellowship of the ministry of the saints. Uh, it's for others and it's not for us, and so from that. Um, we, we will pay for those types of things, whether it's mission support, whether it's hospitality stuff, includes the mission house, 
uh, or taking them out to dinner, uh, or if it's a project, if it's a thing. We took um, some, uh, some people gave last week or week before, both weeks, uh, towards the need for Brother Mark Prem, uh, and then we, uh, we sent that check out uh, because uh, the, the finances are there to do that, and, and, uh, and that's, what, that's what it's there for. And, and what, what I mean is, is that we have to have transparency and integrity. So if you are new to our church and you haven't given to Faith Promise Missions before and you wonder, well, if I give it uh, to, you know, uh, to missions, is it going to missions? Yes. And even beyond that, um, uh, we, have people, we have people that have given or probably still do, I don't know, um, because I don't, I don't really look at the finances myself personally. You say, that's terrible. You should just really be more on the, on the ball um, with those types of things. I, d- I just don't want to know. Um, it, I don't want to know what people give. Uh, and, but we've had people in the past uh, who, have, uh, who have given to missionaries that we don't even support uh, as a church, but they'll earmark in their finances that um, this should go to, um, to brother so-and-so, and it'll go to them. Um, I, don't go, I don't go to them and say, you know what, you should just really give it to missions and, you know, uh, you know this, I don't really, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not really 100% for them or whatever, and, and like, like it's some type of an authority challenge or, uh, or, or some type of a, an issue, and it's like, hey, if the Lord lays on your heart uh, to, to give money, um, I, we had, uh, this happens regularly, and it's a blessing. Uh, we'll, have, we'll have somebody go up, it's not part of our offering, like, we, never, we don't always raise money in love offerings for missionaries when we come. Uh, as an example, even with evangelists, uh, we, we, you know, we say money that comes in, we'll go to the evangelist. And we, one, only one time in the entire time that I have been here uh, have we had more money come in that what, than what we were planning to give them in a love offering. It's always less. So it's like, here's what we're going to give them, and, uh, and it always comes in less. And then uh, this year uh, in, in May for Brother Getch, more came in than what we were planning uh, on, on, on giving them. Uh, so we thought, okay, great, we're in the, we're in the black. We'll give them the, little, uh, the lesser amount. No, we give them all of it because that's why people gave it. Uh, and so there's a, there is a, uh, a practice uh, in some churches uh, that that make that they make the it's not credible um, things are suspect and so I think we need to be above reproach uh, in all in all those uh, those areas uh, and make sure that that we are honest uh, about what we're going to do uh, with those finances because it, it is an abundance and it is a grace gift and that's what it that's what it's there for. Uh, and so when someone says, uh, like um, uh, this last week, uh, somebody came up and gave somebody money, like, like uh, you know, hey, I'd just like to give this to you. Um, and, and it's amazing to me because I'll watch missionaries. It's almost kind of like, like, like an awkwardness, like the pastor's seeing this. Um, like, is this okay? Or I've had them say, hey, like we go to lunch afterwards, uh, and they say, hey, um, pastor, I just want to let you know, some little old lady came up and gave me $100. Is that okay? I say no. Give it to me. It belongs to the Lord, and and uh, you know. And if I wanted to give it to you, then I'd give it to you. 
which lady was it? Show me tonight. You know? uh, no, I'm like, hey, that's awesome. If the Holy Spirit lays on your heart to palm press somebody or put an envelope, give it to them or, or send it to them. Um, I, I can't remember who it was um, recently. Um, oh, it was Brother Sam Marasco when I was with him in Indiana. Uh, he's like, oh, he said, you know, and he was trying to remember who it was. And he says that, you know, that person, they always called me uh, and would talk to me and, and just checking up and whatever from your church. And he was trying to, he was trying to remember who it was. And it was Brother Hanson. And so Brother Hanson, I know that he had done that, where he would, he would give finances to different missionaries. Um, but it wasn't just like he would just give that to them. He would call them uh, and, and talk with them and, and, and you know, invest in them uh, in those ways. And, uh, and, and, and missionaries are so gun-shy about stuff like that. They're like, Ugh. like they, you, know, you know, should I call the pastor? And, uh, and I'm like, oh, it, like, I said, oh, they moved, et cetera, that part of our church. I said, man, that is great. Uh, and uh, and I'm, thankful f- I'm thankful for everyone that does all of that. And so I, I don't even really, uh, it doesn't even matter to me that you're like, okay, let me strategize for a second. So, so you're, what you're saying, Pastor, is, is that you will budget in and you already factor in um, what you're going to give in a love offering. For the most part, Yes. Uh, and so I'm just, just going to give extra um, right to them uh, a- after you give them uh, the check from the mission fund. I have, I have no problem with that. It's not, it's not being tricky. Uh, it's not pulling one over my eyes. In fact, just do it. Uh, and, uh, and God will bless you and God will bless this church uh, for when, uh, when you do that. So here, um, not only is Paul is laying it out and you get to the last part and I'm going to be done. Verse 24, so he, he says, we're going to be transparent. These guys are top-notch, above reproach. You know them. You all love them. They're solid. They're going to take care of things. They're not going to steal from you. Uh, and the money that you give uh, to this, this offering is going to get to Jerusalem. They're not going to stop off in Vegas on the way there uh, and, and play the machines. It's going to go to them. Wherefore, verse 24, wherefore show ye to them and to the churches the proof of your love and of our boasting on your behalf. So he's, he says these churches did it. Jesus, our greatest example. Um, you've promised you need to perform that which you've done. And if, and if you're nervous at all about whether or not your giving is going to get to where it needs to go. Um, here's all the people who are going to be in charge of it. Uh, and, uh, and he's laid it all out and is basically saying, wherefore, uh, you need to show them, these men, uh, in those churches, the proof of your love uh, and uh, are boasting on your behalf. So Paul, Paul's like, through that, through that year, he may have said, you know what, um, uh, hey, we'd like, to, we'd like to, to, to give, maybe it was the church at Berea, uh, please take this money uh, and, uh, uh, and um, we just want to give it. And he's, and he's thought, well, you know, the church at Corinth has said they're going to give. I mean, he, he knows. And, and by the way, missionaries will do that. If you, if you or we, if I or you or any other pastor, when we do not follow through with monthly support, uh, or um, a need that has um, been promised, uh, it, it creates a, a spirit of disappointment. 
I've been on the receiving end of that. In fact, I preached at a missions conference almost, you know, how many years ago it was now? Probably, nine, well, that was that 15, 16, 15 years ago. In fact, I, I was, uh, I was um, um, pastor of the church only for a short, several months, preached at the missions conference, and I laid it out. I, I talked about from the book of Isaiah, uh, the lies that church planters tell and the lies that pastors tell. Uh, and I said, uh, I said, as a church planter, uh, you asked me how I'm doing. I said, I'm doing fine, and I'm really not. And I laid out a bunch of things that, as a church planter, that we tell pastors that aren't true. Uh, and then I laid out a bunch of things. I'm preaching to pastors. Uh, laid out a bunch of things that pastors say that aren't true. And the first thing I, I listed was the checks in the mail. And, I, and here's, what, here's what I said, and I don't really recommend this uh, and, uh, as a, a great practice in homiletics. I said, looking out into this congregation right now, there's at least eight of you pastors who have promised me money for tires, who have promised money to give towards medical bills, and you never once gave it. And then the next year you'd give and you'd give. And in fact, I know that there are other pastors in here that you've promised that you're going to give them money and you never gave them the money either. I saw a couple of them get up and walk out. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I've never been asked to preach at that missions conference ever again. Uh, and uh, I still go, but, uh, but I've never been asked to preach because the truth hurts. And, uh, and it, it, I don't want to leave a legacy of uh, disappointment. Uh, and, uh, and so... Um, churches need to follow through. So God laid all of it out for us uh, in here. And then he goes into chapter number nine, uh, talking about, you know, uh, this ministering to the saints. And he's almost saying, when he says it's superfluous, um, they understood, they had committed. They didn't need instruction on giving, um, really, because they understood that. They just hadn't done it. They knew what was right to do, and they didn't do it. And, and when I'm talking to a Berean Baptist Church, um, I'm not really teaching anything new. I just know that there are people in our church uh, that have prayed about giving and haven't given. That they've wanted to get involved and they, and they haven't. And there could be a number of reasons why they haven't. Um, and we're addressing the financial side and the, and the blessing side. Um, and even tonight, from a church polity standpoint, uh, the... the uh, the integrity in the process, uh, and basically, and say, all right, show it, boasting, uh, boasting on your behalf. I, I will tell people, Berean Baptist Church is an awesome church. They love missionaries. Uh, so I brag about this church. Um, I don't complain about this church. So you need to know that. When I'm out there and I'm talking to other preachers, I don't say, you know, just pray for me. My church is a miserable wreck. They just hate me, and I hate them, and, uh, and it's just, uh, I, don't even, uh, I don't even know why I'm still there. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and people, I've had people, by the way, they ask me all the time, do you, you ever think about leaving? And, I, and this is what I tell them. I said, people would think I'd be stupid to leave. They love me, um, take care of me. Um, but uh, it's... Uh, this stuff is vital to our ability to do all of that, to take care of missionaries, to take care of your pastor, to take care of each other, um, because, because God has laid out these priorities in the Bible. And so for those who like, ah, I just really don't know, uh, and, 
It's if I if I give to missions um, from what I have, I mean I'm I'm budgeted. My budget's like 100% filled. Like every dime that comes in is going somewhere. And God says, "All right, you give from what you have." So where you've budgeted some money somewhere, according to this principle, you'd have to take that money and give it to missions. And that God, whatever deficit you create, um, Philippians chapter number four, uh, that God will supply your need. Uh, uh, that's the, the direct context, all right? We, we apply it generally. Uh, God knows my needs can take care of me. Uh, but connected specifically to that, um, so if you take your money out of, you know, your, your Starbucks fund. Uh, and uh, no, let me give a different example. Yeah. Uh, you take money out of whatever fund uh, and you give it to missions. You're having to trust the Lord for God, to, for him to come through. That's the faith side of that. Um, but but it's, it's not like, okay, you have all your money is allocated and you decide you're going to give $1,000 a month to missions and money you don't have. That, that's not how it works. That's not God's plan, even to do that. Um, but I, I could go on and on and on. Uh, there's, there's, there's not a reason why we shouldn't participate. Uh, and, uh, and, and if anybody ever has any questions uh, about uh, missions or finances or whatever, and I have people come up, hey, what about these people? Are we going to maybe support them? Uh, yeah, may, yeah. Uh, let's just think about it. Today I put out, uh, I'm just trying to think about um, the transparency. You know, there's probably uh, a missionary out there because we have so many of them and we've had so many come through uh, that I've said, you know what, we're going to get behind you. And we didn't. And, um, but I can't think of who they are. And so I put out on the internet today, if I've, if I've created a legacy of disappointment uh, by promising you uh, and not coming through to let me know. Because I don't want that legacy. And um, you say, well, I hope you didn't do that to a bunch of people, preacher. Uh, you know, be, uh, you know and, we'd, and we'll do it. Remember the whole uh, we gave to the wrong rights? Remember that? And uh, so we're giving uh, uh, money uh, to the, the, the rights in, uh, in uh, Japan that was supposed to go to the rights in Greenland. And the rights in Japan were like, he was like my best friend. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, why is this guy being so nice to me? Because we were supporting him for 18 months. I didn't even know it. Uh, and, uh, and, and so, uh, but when I found out that we were, we were sending it to the wrong rights, <laughs> uh, we sent 18 months to the right rights and kept the wrong rights on. All right. It's awesome. It's fun. Uh, and uh, and uh, so, um, uh, because that's the right thing to do. But uh, I didn't even I didn't even I didn't even try to do that. And uh, and so anyways, let's pray. We're done. Uh, all right. Heavenly Father, we love you so much. We just thank you for your goodness to us. And and I pray that we would all uh, take seriously uh, your admonitions and scriptures to uh, to get behind your great commission. And we pray your help to us. So we all stand tonight with our heads bowed and, and our eyes closed and. 